Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fact Checker Podcast. I am your host today, Michaela Ram. I cover healthcare. Brian Morelli, another member of our team, unfortunately couldn't make it today, but I have two other Fact Checker team members, if you guys want to introduce yourself. Sure. Um, This is Molly Duffy. I cover K-12 education for the Gazette. And I am Erin Jordan. I am the paper's investigative reporter. Great. Well, today we are talking about a claim made in a new TV ad that's been relaunched in Cedar Rapids and Des Moines by a organization called Healthcare Voter. So the ad is about uh, drug prescription drug prices. And to, to kind of give context about this, this ad is, um, you know, making the pitch that more effort needs to be done to lower prescription drug prices for Medicare patients specifically. And so this ad, you know, it, it features a nurse talking about uh, her experience with patients not picking up drugs because they couldn't afford them. And the ad states in uh, within it that the current Republican-sponsored healthcare proposal does not allow Medicare to negotiate. So essentially, for, for context, um, it is true that Medicare is not allowed to negotiate drug prices. Um, there was a specific 2003 law that included a non-interference clause that the Health and Human Services Secretary may not interfere with negotiations between drug manufacturers and pharmacies and Medicare prescription drug plan sponsors. The ad wasn't really overly clear on what they meant by the Republican-sponsored healthcare proposal, so we followed up and healthcare voter clarified that it is referring to the Prescription Drug Pricing Reduction Act of 2019. And so it's true. In, in taking a look at that text, the proposal, which was put forth by Senator Chuck Grassley and Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon, it does not include a provision that would eliminate that non-interference clause. However, when taking a look at the rest of the bill, it does have some items within it, some provisions within it that does take a swing at lowering prescription drug costs and sort of offering more consumer protections. And I think this ad was really made in support of a House-sponsored bill that passed through the House. Um, It's called the Lower Drug Costs Now Act of 2019. And that one does include a provision that would eliminate this non-interference clause. So yeah, I guess we can kind of speak about this a little bit more, but I'm really curious what the rest of the team thought about this fact check and what thoughts you had. I, I think, um, I mean, first, like, this is probably not something we can get the answers to, but God, why why would they have written the, a non-interference clause into this to begin <laughs> with? It just, like, is a huge red flag. Like, you know, who, what sort of fingerprints were on that legislation back when that was, that came about? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe this kind of, you know, when I asked for more sourcing, this maybe kind of helped clarify that. According to a Hill article that Healthcare Voter provided fact checker when we were looking into this claim, apparently Grassley said that he would not pursue the House passed legislation, which is the Lower Drug Costs Now Act of 2019. And uh, according to The Hill, he said, I quote, I don't want to mess with the government negotiating prices with the private sector. So maybe it, it kind of speaks to a larger belief that maybe government doesn't have a place mm-hmm. in the private this private sector. Or maybe it means that the drug companies have really effective lobbyists. <laughs> what? That too. <laughs> that too. <Yeah. laughs> and that Hill article was written by former Gazette reporter, right? Yeah. Jesse Hellman. Jesse Hellman. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I know. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw cool. the byline. Small like, world. Oh, I know her. <laughs> so that was nice to get a, a call back to that. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it, obviously this this ad was really making the pitch for the the quote unquote Democratic sponsored legislation. But I thought it was interesting. They called this bill the current Republican sponsored health care proposal, but it is a bipartisan proposal. I mean, it, it was co-sponsored by Chuck Grassley and, a, and the Democratic senator from Oregon. But I guess you, you could say that it is passing through the um, Republican majority Senate. So... And it does have a Republican sponsor. Yeah, which is true. Um, so you landed on a on a B for this, and I, I guess I reading it, I sort of expected we would land on an A. Yeah. Um, as I read through the analysis, so can you talk a bit about sort of what was enough to you to discount it to a B? Sure. And say it was just you know kind of partially accurate. Yeah, and I will say that I I was. I really went back and forth on this between an A and a B, but I, you know, I, I did land on a B because, yeah, when you're looking just specifically at the statement, the current Republican sponsored healthcare proposal does not allow Medicare to negotiate, that claim is accurate. That I would just that alone, I would give that an A. But looking at the larger ad context, it really makes it seem as if, you know, the Republican sponsored plan is really not doing anything to help try to lower prescription drug costs. And I mean, looking at some of the provisions, it it really does try to take a swing at some of this. Granted, it's difficult to know the impact because this, you know, this hasn't made it past the the Senate Finance Committee. It hasn't been enacted yet, hasn't passed into law. So we we don't really know. There's some projections. But, you know, I, I, I just kind of thought that it maybe left some context out about what the Republican sponsored health plan is trying to do. I think that if we if we were checking all the text in the whole ad, that to me would make sense. But if we say that we are specifically focusing on that one statement about the Republican sponsored bill not allowing Medicare to negotiate and that particular statement is true, I don't know. I I I I kind of think either we need to broaden it and say this ad overall is implying that there's that there shouldn't be an effort to lower drug costs and because of this implication and they they didn't address that there's all this other context we think that's why it gets a b you know okay. if we if we wanted to do that i i to me that the b makes sense but if we do want to focus it specifically on that one particular claim i i think maybe i would lean more toward an a yeah i agree um do you, do you would you have handy like the full script of the ad? Um, I can yes. Well, if you're looking that up, I was gonna one thing I wanted to um, highlight too. I thought it was interesting. You know, sometimes these ads are put out by candidates. Sometimes they they're put out by PACs. And as part of Michaela's reporting here on this check, the group that put out this ad is um, called Healthcare Voter, which she said. Um, which is a left-leaning healthcare advocacy organization created in 2017, uh, specifically at that time to block the repeal of the Affordable Care Act, um, also known as Obama Obamacare. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of good to know the perspective of where the group's coming from. You probably could have guessed it with the dig on Republican <laughs> legislation, but um, that's one thing I I like that we that Iowa watches or that that uh, fact checkers made a priority is just checking um, the sourcing of who, where these um, claims are coming from. Yeah. And what was interesting, how we, um, how our awareness was raised about this ad was uh, Iowa's attorney general, Tom Miller was hosting a press conference in Cedar Rapids about, um, uh, you know, healthcare reforms and, and lowering 
drug costs. And, you know, it was interesting. They they sort of sent us a press release like we're launching this ad and Tom Miller is holding a press conference about this. But it turned out Tom Miller's press conference and this ad are, are talking about two very different things. Um, Tom Miller's press conference was about, um, you know, the some Democrats were asking the Supreme Court to push ahead that Affordable Care Act legislation that they'll be taking a look at later this year before June, before um, all the election really kicks off. And uh, Supreme Court said, no, we're not going to do that. Um, so I, I didn't end up including an aspect of the Tom Miller press conference in this just because, from my understanding, his press conference wasn't really about drug costs and, and Medicare costs and things like that. Interesting. We could just listen to the ad. Yeah, we could just listen to the ad. I always wanted to be a nurse. There are times that a pharmacy will call and say, your patient hasn't picked up their prescription because they just couldn't afford it. The drug companies seem to be making astronomical profits. Allowing Medicare to negotiate with drug companies would lower drug prices for Americans on Medicare and for those on private insurance too. That's what you do when you buy a car, right? Why wouldn't we negotiate when we're buying pharmaceuticals? I feel... Like, even within the broader context of the ad, it's really still about whether um, Medicare can negotiate drug prices. Mm -hmm. Is that how you guys are hearing it? Yeah. Full? Yeah. Yeah. So to me, um, because it's literally true that Medicare can't negotiate um, with drug companies to lower those prices, I would would lean more toward an A than a B. Okay. Personally. Okay. Yeah. And we did give... um, uh, Former presidential hopeful Amy Klobuchar made a similar claim in a campaign ad here in Iowa, and we did give her an A for that, too. So there is context. and Right, where she said that it was um, illegal for Medicare to negotiate lower drug costs. Which is true. Mm-hmm. And I think that the context that you provided about um, Grassley and Wyden's legislation is really helpful for the reader, um, but I don't know that it should drag it down enough for you know for a b okay. because it is because the claim does focus specifically on the negotiation so i would go my vote would probably be for an a as well okay uh is the context i kind of provided about the the health care plan that the ad is in favor for was that helpful too just to kind of give the context of here's what other legislation is being proposed around this yeah okay. i th- i think the context that you provided is is really good and helpful and um honestly um explained it in a way that I maybe had not fully understood before um so I think it's worth saying like hey you know from a let's take a broader perspective and this is what um else is going on in the realm of drug price setting um but then I think when you come back to that conclusion um just saying you know even considering everything else that's going on, this ad is specifically talking about Medicare's ability to negotiate, and they're correct that that they can't. Right, right. Yeah, I think it might be helpful too. Um, oh, so you do say that you do say that the first iteration of the bipartisan proposal. So you've got that in there for some reason that wasn't connecting with me. That you know it was being called a Republican bill. Okay. When it actually was, you know, did have a Democrat as co-sponsor. Um, I don't know if there's any additional way to call that out or if it's necessary, but yeah, I, it, that was kind of lost on me until you explained it here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can. Um, I think you could pull that out, make that a little more clear. And I think, you know, that is kind of, I think, almost like the mushiest part of the ad's claim, calling it a Republican sponsored bill, yeah. um, since it is 
a bipartisan bill. Um, so I think making that more clear in your analysis is worthwhile. Um, Do we think that's worth thinking? I was just going to say, I don't think it's enough because it is Republican. It does have a Republican sponsor. Right. And it and is in the Republican uh, majority Senate at this point. True. But not that that makes necessarily a difference. Do, is it likely to pass? Do you, do you have any idea? That is a good question. Um, I don't think they have taken it up. It passed through the Senate Finance Committee, and I don't think it's been. It, there's been no movement okay. on it since. Well, it's not like the crystal ball. (laughs) Right. Well, it's not like the legislative session in Iowa where we have a finite period of time. Right. You know, and like if someone doesn't make it through the funnel, um, you know, but it sounds like this bill is progressing. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be a lot of chatter on it. um, Looking at like the healthcare policy websites and and research entities that I I looked into, there's it, it, it seems like there's a lot of focus on that. So there's at least a lot of interest in where it may go. Um, and I didn't include this either, but uh, in one of the comparisons I was looking at between these two bills, they also looked at um, the Trump administration proposed um, health care bill, but that one also didn't include a provision that would eliminate this non-interference clause. But um, I don't think there's really been movement on that bill, so I, I opted not to include this in that check, in this check. That makes sense. Aaron, do you think it's worth docking that they only said Republican sponsored? Well, it makes me wonder if Grassley and Wyden are the only two sponsors or if there's like um, if they're maybe the lead sponsors. And then there's like lots of times legislation will have um, a whole like host a of people. people. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if maybe Wyden's the only Dem, um, then still bipartisan, mm-hmm. but perhaps maybe more so it would lend more credence to the the idea that this is a republican bill okay yeah i can take a look at that um it was my understanding that this was like co-introduced by these two senators so they they were at least the first names at the top of the list but yeah i can take a look at that i'm not sure off the top of my head who else is on this bill i mean if it does turn out that it's like half and half republicans and democrats would you dock it It, it, that's not accurate. I mean, they're not accurate if they're calling it um, a Republican-sponsored healthcare proposal. I mean, I think that would be enough to ding it if it's if it's you know if the, there's more significant mm-hmm. um, sponsorship by the Democrats. Yeah, the more I think about it, I think I agree with you. See, this is where I was when I was first writing this. Initially, I was like, yeah, a no problem. But then the more I thought about it, and the more I was kind of looking into it, the more I'm like, well, it is kind of mushy. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it is uh, about the sponsorship. Yeah, not necessarily like the context behind the bills, right? And mm-hmm. What it's like they a offer B for, for a different reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a new new reason. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we can look into that, and I mean, my feeling is if uh, it's primarily, you know, Ron Wyden. I mean, I think I'd still probably be okay with it an A. But if there are other Democrats as sponsors, I do think that's worth deducting a letter grade. Yeah, I think I agree, too. Okay. Okay. Well, to I, be determined. To be determined. <laughs> Tune in and check out the article on the Gazette's website when it goes live to find out what grade we did land on. Now you right? have to click. Now you have to click. <laughs> well, and I wanted to just um, add to Michaela, I think you did a really good job calling out these specific organizations or explaining them like the Kaiser 
Health um, Group, the Kaiser Family Foundation. You describe what they are. You describe what the Brookings Institution is. Um, because that's that's good because there's a lot of uh, players in the healthcare realm and some of them come from a particular point of view, others don't. And I think that's that's good. I liked that you did that. Great. Good. Thanks. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> I figured it was helpful since we point out that healthcare voter is left-leaning, that these other sources that I pull from are not necessarily leaning. So, mm-hmm. okay. Great. Great. Well, thank you guys for the, the help on that. Um, so I will check on uh, that grade. But in the meantime, Molly, it sounds like you are up next for the next fact check, if you want to tell us about that. I am, in fact, up next. Um, so next weekend, we will have a check... Um, about a statement that Joni Ernst made in Coralville um, last week. Um, And so this was actually um, a claim that a reader sent in, um, Mary Jo Roberts. Um, So thank you very much, Mary Jo, for sending in. Um, She noticed that in um, uh, Gazette reporter James Lynch's coverage of Ernst's visit, He quoted her as saying, um, we as Congress actually increased Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and National Institutes of Health funding over the past number of years. Um, She thought that they had cut money and jobs, um, and that has actually been sort of like it's come up in the Democratic debates. Like Mary Um, Jo thought that. Yeah, Mary Jo Mm -hmm. thought that, yeah. Um, So she um, asked us to clarify what's um, actually true there. So we will do that next week. uh, Senator Ernst's office has shared sourcing with me, so I'll dig into that um, here soon, and then we can reconvene next week and um, uh, sort that all out. Well, well, and just, you know, that highlights uh, how we are really listening for what our readers uh, are, are hearing, because there's only four of us, and we can only be <laughs> so many places, and there's a lot of political content. Uh, again, just for our criteria, we're looking for statements made by Iowa um, office holders or people running for office or agency heads or statements about Iowa. Um, so it can't necessarily be, you know, uh, statements that a political, that a presidential candidate is making unless they're about Iowa or they're on an ad that's running here in Iowa. So um, if you if you hear or see any statements that you think that the fact checker should look into, send us an email. Um, our address is uh, factchecker at thegazette.com. Yeah, no, absolutely. Couldn't agree enough that that has been incredibly helpful to get listener emails. So please uh, send us your thoughts. Um, well, I think that is all for us today. So uh, I am thankful that you guys have <laughs> taken the time to fact check my check and, and shared your thoughts. Um, this podcast was produced by Stephen Colbert. Our music is Lobby Time by Kevin McLeod, and we will fact check you later. Boy, Brian will be excited. <laughs> that was for you, Brian. <laughs>
Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.